0: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi nakhmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'kfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina, man yahdihillahu falamudillalah, wa man yudlil falamudillalah, wa yudlil falamudillalah, wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika واشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدًا نَبْدُهُ ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما سَلَيْتَ على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد قال تعالى في القران الكريم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا امرأةً وَلَا وَلِيدًا وَلَا شَيْخًا كَبِيرًا Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah We thank Allah, the Creator, the Sustainer, the Master the one who gives life, the one who takes life the one who blessed and guided us to be amongst the Ummah of Muhammad the one who blessed us to be amongst those who say La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah we thank Allah for the rizq that he gives us we thank Allah for our children, we thank Allah for our husbands, for our wives we thank Allah for so many blessings which are too numerous to count and the biggest of those blessings is the blessing of guidance the blessing of Iman. Brothers and sisters, this is one of those Juma khutbas where the khatib, in this case, it is my turn. I had something in mind. I was thinking about it, thinking about how to package it, how to make my point, inshallah, to share it with you. It's very clear in your mind, it's coming together. And then something happens which throws all of that up in the air and your mind has to go on something else and what happened is the events this week in Brussels this was not the issue I was going to address when I was thinking of the khutbah last week that this is my turn but when this happened your mind goes somewhere else because this is an event that everybody's talking about that there were bombings in Brussels airport, bombings in Brussels itself and the metro 31 people at least killed. Men, women, innocent people. Many, 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 many more injured. And everybody's talking about it. Why did it occur? Where did it occur? How did it occur? And obviously, they're talking about Muslims. And so, we, the Khatibs, we, the Imams, we, the Khatibs, we, the Dawah carriers, who stand here in front of you. Not because we're better than you, but who have the duty of standing here, have a duty to emulate the Prophet wasallam. When things happened in Mecca, things happened in Medina, he would address them. Address the Ummah so that we see how should we as Muslims look to this event. How should we react to this event? How should we not react to this event? And so whether I liked it or not, myself and many other khatibs had to think about this event that occurred in Brussels and had to address it when such events occurred many Muslims it goes through our minds people are saying "Ah, oh, yeah Allah please please let it not be a Muslim let it not be a Muslim that involved let it not be a Muslim that's accused we get anxious why because we know that inevitably there will be a backlash because this is now there is a pattern this is what happens after these kind of violent attacks in Paris in London there will be a backlash A backlash from some who are cowards, some who are idiots, who will look for a Muslim woman walking on the street and attack her, look for a Muslim man who has a beard and attack him. And also from some of the politicians and some in the media, who it is as if they rub their hands when these tragic, these tragic, tragic events occur. When these events occur, they see an opportunity to promote to push their political agenda haven't we seen that in the last few days some politicians who have a problem with immigrants to britain or immigrants to the eu they link the attack in brussels the killing of innocents they use it to make their point you see this is why we have to stop immigration what's immigration got to do with the attacks in Brussels or some of them you see Britain has to exit the EU because if we did blah 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 so we see people using these events to further their agenda and we know that some of them also use it against Islam we live in a day in a climate where the news is um, when these events first occur, the news is unrelenting. I will tell you, I don't watch the news 24-7 when these events occur because it's too much. The horror, the repetition, the 24-hour news. And then they bring on people to come and give commentary. The blood of the victims is not yet dry. And these experts, many of them paid by the governments, then come on TV. And they bring all sorts of furies. And one of the things a lot of them do nowadays is yes we have to look to radicalization what does that mean we have to look to extremism in the muslim community we have to ask have the muslims done enough you've heard this one this one they repeat have the muslims done enough they link the muslim community with what is possibly the action of one two or how many individuals just imagine imagine after the pedophile cases with the BBC their presenters abused children imagine if Muslims came on TV and said we have to ask questions about the white community because there are many middle-aged white men like Jimmy Savile who abuse children is there something in the white community have the white community done enough if a Muslim said that all of us would say what's the matter with you why are you blaming White, middle-aged men, all of them, for the actions of Jimmy Savile. This is nonsensical, except if you have an agenda. These events, we have to be very clear from our deen. The Prophet wasallam, in the hadith that I narrated, when the armies would be sent to go out to fight, because we believe in jihad as an ummah. It is from the Qur'an and the sunnah is an ayah of Quran But our jihad is not like their fighting It's not indiscriminate You go anywhere To any place and kill anybody No, no that is not jihad Jihad of the Prophet wasallam Is a very noble action That the Islamic State and its ruler Will have an army To defend the ummah And to convey the message of Islam to mankind In a disciplined way as an army With rules so the Prophet وسلم, when he would send the army, he would say to them, even in war, even when you meet the enemy, وَلَا Do not kill women. وَلَا Do not kill the infants. وَلَا شيخًا كبيرًا, And do not kill an old man. Our fighting has rules, has laws. So any Muslim who comes up with this idea, That because they attacked you here, you can go and attack people anywhere. Where is this? Where in our Dean is this? The idea that London or Brussels is a battlefield is not a battlefield. If Britain or Belgium or any other country sends armies to invade any Muslim country, we as Muslims believe from the Quran and Sunnah that it is the right, it is an Islamic duty of the people in that land to rise up and fight that army and defend themselves. This is our belief. We believe in fighting. We don't shy away, say, no, 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 it's like, no. But we have rules. People will defend themselves in their lands. And we don't do like Bush and Blair. America was attacked on 9-11, they got an army, they went to Iraq in 2000, and they killed so many people. Ours is a noble dean, not this eye for an eye injustice that creates so much anger in the world. <coughs> so when Brussels happened, We saw the commentary from some in the media, very shallow commentary. We saw people trying to earn a a living, spouting all sorts of rubbish. We saw some hypocrisy, some of the hypocrisy that nowadays there is something called selective outrage. Some people, they want you to be so upset about what happened in Brussels, and you should be upset. As a Muslim, you should be upset. Innocent people were killed. Islam did not say you go and kill innocent people. There is a woman there, Adela Tapia Ruiz, 37-year-old. She's a chef from Peru. She's working in Brussels. She's at the airport. She wants to take a plane to go to America to her sister's wedding. She's with her children and her husband. Her children go off to play in the play area. The husband follows them. When the bomb goes off, she's killed. The child and the husband are alive that's a human story that should touch you it should touch me as a Muslim so not only does our deen say it's wrong to kill such people but this touches us as Muslims as people this is what Islam teaches us but also when a bomb went off in Ankara a few days ago when a bomb went off in Istanbul a few days ago that should also touch us and more people were killed in Ankara and Istanbul together so we're not people who are just upset about people killed in Europe But that other lives, other people's lives don't matter. Islam gives us noble values that the lives of human beings matter. So don't fall into this hypocrisy that these lives are worth more than those lives. America, a few days ago, sent drone strikes to Somalia. Over 150 people are killed, they tell us did anybody shout up and say america is not at war with somalia you dropped bombs from the air and you killed 150 people and you're shouting about it you're so proud of it what kind of world is this why are you surprised people are not angry islam teaches us to be fair to be fair to look at people and to stand up against injustice brothers in terms of the politicians there is something that follows this event which we have to be prepared for which is that after these events some politicians and some in the media are going to use the sad tragic events as an opportunity to bash islam and muslims they use these events in two ways they use them within europe itself and they use them in the muslim world within europe they use these events to promote more harsh policies against islam and muslims in the uk we have the prevent policy So a young Muslim boy in college who speaks up for Palestine, who says it's an injustice, the Israeli state should be defeated. A young Muslim boy in his college who wanted to raise money for people in Palestine, they say that's an extremist. He's going to become a bomber. You have to arrest him. You have to send him to this program. You have to do this. You have to do that. So they use these events, these tragic events, to bring more harsh policies. They use it to blame and push pressure on Muslims. They say, you see what happened in Brussels? You see what happened in Paris? That's due to radicalizations, due to extremism. And you know what extremism is? Those Muslims who want to separate men and women when they have wedding halls. Those Muslims who believe in something called khilafah. Those Muslims who believe in a concept called jihad. Those Muslims who believe Islam is valid for all time and place. Islam does not need to be changed. It's from Allah. It is complete. It is relevant for all times. Those are the extremists. Listen very carefully, brothers and sisters. When they say extremism, they are not only talking about people who want to blow people up in Brussels or Paris. And we say that is wrong. We say we're against that. They're not talking about that alone. Now they're saying you are an extremist. Because you went to that wedding and women sat in one hall and men sat in another hall. As is the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. The other day in the UK, they brought up the issue of halal meat and they linked it to extremism. What is this extremism nonsense? So we see there is a clear targeting to use these events to push Muslims to say, you, if you don't want to be targeted, if you don't want us to label you as a bomber like the people in Brussels, then you have to become a moderate Muslim. So these events are used to push us. To leave parts of Islam that the government and some in the media don't like. To leave parts of Islam where we say Islam is comprehensive and we should hold on to it. So we will face more pressures as a result of that. And we need to know how to respond. And our response has to be the response that Allah says in the Quran. He says we will be tested. Do you just think you will say, La ilaha illallah, we believe a and Muslim, and you will not be tested? We will be tested. But we need to know that the solution when we are pressured is to have more Islam, to hold on to Islam more instead of to leave it. What will be our salvation in this dunya? What will allow us to live the life of the believer who is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is holding on to Islam. Is holding on to the Qur'an. Is following the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. He's speaking the truth as Islam taught us. More Islam. What is it that will stop a young person who is angry about what is going on in the Muslim world to just go and do any action? To say, yeah, bombing is okay, killing innocent people. How are you going to stop that? It's more Islam. The fact that the imam can discuss with him or her and say we believe in jihad is from Islam. But these are the rules of jihad and the rules do not include going anywhere to an underground station or an airport and just killing people in the middle of Europe. Innocent civilians. This is not from the sunnah when we have the space to discuss and you explain to people this is what islam says this is not what islam says then the young people will be aware they will know what to do and what not to do if you don't speak if i don't speak if we don't speak because we are afraid they will label us the government will call us extremists if we don't speak what's going to happen what's going to happen those young people, they're on their smartphones. They're on their mobile phones. They're on the internet. They can use it better than you and I. And they will go to some dark corner. And somebody from somewhere will whisper to them, it's okay to kill people. He will not tell them the hadith of the Prophet that says what the battlefield is. They attack you in your land. وَقَاتِلُوا fi you اللَّهِ not come Fight them. In your land, they fight you, fight them. No problem. This is from Islam, and we're proud of that. We do believe in jihad. They'll be able to speak the truth, and they will know what Islam says, and that Brussels and these kind of other attacks, this is not allowed. When they put pressure on us, you wear wearing hijab is extremism. You separate men and women in the wedding hall is extremism. We need to argue back and say, no. This is part of our deen, and this deen makes the human being the best person in any society. Makes him look after his neighbor. My final point, brothers. The second pressure that we face is a pressure abroad, <coughs> that some politicians and some in the media will use this tragic event, this terrible event, to argue for more interference in the Muslim world, to stick their dirty hands in the Muslim world. They say, oh, look, after Brussels, we have to, we, we have to be involved in Iraq. We have to bomb in Syria. We have to bomb in Iraq. This is how you stop Brussels. Is it? Is it? You bomb people, you create anger. You create more instability. Britain, France, Germany, all these countries in the Muslim world, what is their legacy? They are the ones supporting Sisi. They supported Gaddafi. They support all these tyrants in the Muslim world. And since their interference, instability, injustice, poverty, so many problems. We have problems already, they come and add to it. The solution is more Islam. The return of the al Rashida, a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, the Muslim world was not unstable like this. We had problems but not this type of instability. What will bring stability in the Muslim world also is more Islam. That the Muslims are united. The Muslims look after their affairs. The Muslims don't have Western powers interfering. The Khilafah brought justice. Muslims and non-Muslims lived in Iraq, in Syria, in all these places under the Khilafah Rashida. It brought justice for the people. It brought stability. When the Khilafah exists, a state will deal with the Western states. State to state. Today, in the absence of one government representing the Muslims, somebody comes forward, a militia, somebody with a gun, and he says, I will, I will go and do this action. Who are you? islam is not jungle justice you run with a gun you run with a gun i run with a gun what islam is this the prophet in medina established an army established a state when people addressed the muslims he defended them with his army with his state today we don't have that some people think the way forward is they as an individual go off and carry this action or this bombing in france or wherever which is not from our dean so the return of the khilaf in the Muslim world will bring stability. Us holding on to Islam here will help us to be people who explain Islam to our neighbors. And my final point your neighbors have many questions about this event in a nice way. Discuss with them, explain to them. This is a time for da'wah. If you don't explain to your neighbors what Islam says and who we are, then people who we are, then people will only get the wrong message from the media. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to aid us, to give us strength in these times, to help us to hold on to our deen, no matter the pressure that we face. Because success in the dunya, success in the akhirah, more importantly, is only by holding on to this deen. We ask Allah to help us to have unity in the Muslim world, so we have stability and people see justice and they don't feel the need to react to any of these events. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to guide us to that which pleases Him, to give us love of Him and love of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. was stuck for Allah, fear Allah, and ask Allah for forgiveness.